0: Fifth time that Steph Orton's got her hands on that trophy. Second season running that she's done so in the colours of Manchester City. Oh, lovely footwork there from Weir! A special goal in a special game from Caroline Weir. That is world class. That is outstanding. A worldie from Weir.
1: Hello and welcome to this episode of MCW Fancast. I'm Emma, thanks for listening. Tough times at the minute for Manchester City women recording back-to-back defeats in the Barclays FA WSL. A disappointing night at Meadow Park on Sunday as an unruly Arsenal ran out 5-0 winners. For this week's episode, we welcome back Paul to the podcast and we try and decipher what is going wrong for City. But first, hear from head coach Gareth Taylor speaking at full-time from Meadow Park.
0: Um, I thought we started the game well. First 20 minutes, thought we dominated possession, played the game, majority of the game in their half. Um, then we gave away a really poor error for the first goal. Second goal was, was a strange one because the referee restarted the, the play from a, from a strange position to where the action happened. So, but again, we needed to be better in that moment. Um, and I thought that affected us a little bit then at 2-0. I didn't feel that we played our normal game after that. Uh, started rightly, I thought, again in, in the second half. Had a debatable penalty appeal. I think when Caroline Weir goes down, we don't get it and they go and score at the other end. So um, it's a difficult one to take. But, um, you know, we're in a difficult moment. There's no doubt about that. But I think it's, uh, we have to fight and we will fight. I think we, um, it feels a difficult result to take 5-0 because it didn't really feel like that. But I suppose when you look on the face of it with the errors that we made and uh, and we don't take our moments, our good moments that we had, then you're going to end up with that scoreline. We, you know, I, I want to be looking to see now who's who's looking and giving us that positivity, you know, and, and I'll give that to the players. And I want to see it back from them in abundance, you know. I want to see us really up for that game on on Wednesday night and then the game after that and then we take it one at a time but yeah I'm looking for a real response I mean you know we're missing a number of big personalities and big characters and we've got to fill the void it's as simple as that you know we've got you know some younger players who who need to step up in that in that moment and, and look to the senior players to, to help us but um, yeah I think it's normally when you're in a bad moment like this one of the first things you will always talk about is communication you know there were some individual errors made tonight for for Goals and I think um, normally we're we're pretty good in that moment, but um, yeah, it just seems that things are going against us slightly at the moment. And we have to, like I say, we have to stand up, show character, show willing to to work really hard on the training ground like we do, and um, and and improve. There's no doubt about it. You know, I think even if we'd produced a couple of results in the last couple of games, we're always looking to improve. We're nowhere near the finished product. We've got a lot of new players. We've got a lot of injuries. You know, it's a, it's a constant work in progress. I've, I've spoken about this league and the need to be pretty flawless in, in the majority. But I think apart from Arsenal and Spurs, everybody's dropped points. Um, you know, at the end of the day, we have to be concerned with what we do. when we're, we're not in a good moment, like I've said, and we need to start putting some wins on the board. I'm always pretty comfortable that we'll arrive in, in, in the right moment. We just hope that that's not too late in the season. I think it's uh, you know we've had a mixture of new players, some injuries, uh, the lack of preseason. But I think up until the international break, that four games was effectively our preseason. Um, yeah, we just need to we need to eliminate some of the errors that we made in the game tonight and, and, and start to convert at the top end of the pitch.
1: The MCW Fancast. Oh, great to have you back on the podcast. Thanks for joining me. How are you doing?
2: Uh, I'm okay. I've got a black armband on today. Man, one of our worst ever defeat in in uh, women in the professional game. I mean, we did get beat fourteen nil by Tranmere many moons ago in in the in the days when the, the women were paying the subs to buy their own shirts and had a minibus and had to put the posts up when they got to the game. So, but you know, five nil. You know, it, it was probably despite all the stats, you know, we had 65% possession, you know, nine shots on, t- on, on, on goal, free, only three on target, similar number of corners. And yet, you know, it was a fair 5-0, really. I, I don't think if, if, we, if we were being honest, and if we could be as honest as we can as, as fans, that, that was a reasonable 5-0. You know, we, were, we weren't really in the game, I don't think. Uh, they were much more clinical uh, and we look like a team at times, of strangers. And, and in fairness, that's where we are at the moment. Some of those players have barely had a coffee together, let alone played one of the best teams in the world, who were playing really well. I mean, Arsenal are bang on form at the moment. You know, their squad is much stronger than ours now. Um, bad time to play them, but ultimately, we we just you know we we just didn't we just were at the races for me last night. Both in terms of the way we played. And also, I felt there was, you know, they just felt like they just didn't quite have that unity that we've come to expect from a City side.
1: Gareth Taylor came out first 20 minutes. He was quite pleased with the way City played. How would you assess that?
2: Yeah, I think we. I I, I thought the first 10, 15 minutes, we were definitely in the game. Uh, we, We seemed to be playing quite well um then we lost our way we had a, you know there was a, a you know terrible mistake which can happen to anyone so let's not let's not get on that players back all our best players have made mistakes like that every one of them in their careers and we've seen it time and time again at the academy so great players make mistakes um we then gave away a soft second goal and and we, we lost our way for the second bit of the first half. We came out in the, in the start of the second half looking really good. I thought the first 10, 15, 20 minutes of the second half, we looked great. And again, we, we felt it was a sucker punch goal. You know, it was a, just a you know, long ball forward. McCabe got on the end of it. Great finish. Um, and then basically we fell apart again. Um, and though we had a couple of chances, there was, there was a header that perhaps Janine Becky could have done better with. Uh, we did hit the crossbar you know we weren't not creating chances but they were just a bit more clinical and a bit more together as a team but what should concern us more than anything is that last season i thought arsenal had a very threadbare squad they were they were their first eleven after that there wasn't much last night they had a full bench and we only had six on the bench they had eight of the nine were full internationals including yeah. nikita paris and Tobin Heath. so you know they they've strengthened considerably um, and I'm not entirely convinced looking at it. We've, we've strengthened in exactly the same way. But it's early days for some of those players. So let's not get on the back of the players that have just come in because they're doing the best in what I think are quite difficult circumstances.
1: Yeah, I mean, for, former Arsenal manager Joe Montanero, I mean, he did like a Fred Bear squad, didn't he? <laughs> yeah. well, was, um, and I think was, that's one of the, obviously, the key areas really that, you know, Jonas has come in and and sort of identified, and he's had a good summer in that respect.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think Arsenal was so fed up that I think some of the Arsenal fans could have got a game if they turned up with the boots, you know, <laughs> and got on the bench. Um, but yeah, he, he did, he did like he did, and I think, I think they I think the club have made a clear commitment to the new manager. They're going to invest in players and invest in a bigger squad, and that showed last night. It it it, do, it also helps when half your squad haven't gone to the Olympics. It also helps when you've got the best striker in the world up front, uh, and you've got people like Kim Little who are, who are just quality players. You know they're just great players. Um, you know we were you know we were we didn't switch on for the second goal, but she had a lot to do there. The keeper perhaps could have done better with the second goal, but she's a quality player she banged it in. So you know he, he, I just don't think we were quite alert enough to some of the some of their cute tactics and I would have brought Jill Scott on a lot earlier because I think Jill as an engine and she's an operator in that midfield, you know, she she breaks it up and she and she, she does she's a bit of Fernandinho on the quay. She does this, you know, the, the tactical foul and the and the you know the the sort of physicality that we really didn't have last night. They were all over us I thought in the midfield and, and we just didn't compete in, in that area yeah
1: and and really she was our most experienced player. Um, and i think in a game like that you you need experience you need leadership you need communications and i think that was something that we lacked last night yeah.
2: well I, I would have the other way around i would have started with Jill and took her off after about 65 70 minutes and i i, I just don't see um i just don't see why she couldn't play um a lot in that position and I, and, and and i i don't want to i'm not blaming laura coons but she's not the person to be the midfield sort of linchpin. She's not. She was a fringe player last season, and suddenly she's she's running the midfield. I just don't see it. Um, And I think that's a problem for us. You know, we, we had 65% possession. And if we're honest with ourselves, what did we do with that 65% possession? If we had okay. 65% possession with a full squat, you would expect cities to score three, four, five goals, wouldn't you? Like last night, I think we could still be playing and maybe only nicked one or two goals, you know, who are playing now. Because I think, you know, we, we just didn't seem to have that penetration that that, that that you need against the top sides. And ultimately, when you get a chance against the likes of Arsenal and Chelsea, you've got to be clinical. Because if you're not, you're not going to get that many chances. Yeah. And you've got, to, you've got to put them away.
1: I mean, even... With the set pieces, the corners that we had in the game, we didn't really make them count uh, when they came along. You thought, you know, well, these are the opportunities we've got to take when we get them, and we didn't make the most of them. Um, I think Hemp did the best she could, but I, I think we really lacked creativity. And I think at the end of the day, we ran out of ideas as well.
2: I think so. And I think ultimately, you know, you look at, you look at the, the players that we've got out there, they, sh- they should be doing more with the ball, 65% possession and really scrabbling for, for chances and, 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 and not really create any clear cut chances, which I think has been true for most of the season, to be honest. We've not created that many, you know, the chances we would normally expect. And the set pieces are, are terrible. How many times did we beat the first player on the corner last night? You know, and they're a big, they're big outfit. You know, Jim Beat is a big player, you know, so you've you got to get it. You've got to get it in the box if you're going to do it or you play it or you play a set piece where you go short and knock it across. But neither, neither, neither seems to be the be happening. And, and I would then again question the coaching. Why aren't we coaching set pieces? Why aren't we looking at what the set piece can do for us? Because when you're struggling like we were last night, the set piece might be the answer. It might get you back in the game. Um. You know, we started the second half well. You know, we were only 2 nil down at that point. We could have come back into the game, and then we got we got hit by a sucker punch, you know, against a back, a makeshift back four. I mean, I, I love Georgia Stanway, and she does her best at right back. And, she, you know, she, she didn't by any means play badly. But she, she's a walking red card in that position because of the way she plays football. You know, she plays it on the edge. She does play an aggressive style of football. You put her at right back, and you're thinking... You know, there was a couple of times, times when she should have been booked, really, for, for challenges. She she got away of it. Um, but, you know, you, you can't really, you know, if you went down to 10, 10, 10 players against Arsenal or Chelsea, you'll get torn to pieces at that point. So you, you've got to be understanding of, of, you know, horses for courses. And I know it's desperate at the moment. Um, but you would ask, you know, have to ask, ask, ask yourself these questions. Why did we get shot at Gemma Bonner? Was she, a bit, was she any worse than anyone that played last night? No. Jen Beatty, on the other side, was someone we let go. And yet she's still playing at the top level, in a t- top class. She's a regular in that Arsenal side. So we've let players go who are, are any, any, on, on the, certainly on last night's show, any worse than the players we've got in the team you know that, that turned out last night. So th- there's questions to be asked about our, our recruitment and, and transfer policies as well, I think.
1: Obviously, a lot of the play, again, came out from the back. There was major errors, um, but I want to touch upon Alana Kennedy, not because of the mistake that she, you know, she was accountable to. She held her hands up and said, you know, that's my error. Um, you know, she was well involved in that game. She had the, the most touches. She had the best pass accuracy of any of the players, completion rate, and... Um, you know, so she, she worked really hard and she had a really good work rate in that game as well, as as did Alex Greenwood as well, once again.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And, and the, her stats were really strong. She's a good player. She made a mistake. You move on. And I think it's the mark of a good player and a really good player that makes a big mistake like that and settles back down and, play, and plays herself back into the game. So full credit to Alana Kennedy last night. She could have easily folded, but she didn't. And against a very, very good Arsenal side, she, she did a pretty good job. I, I don't think we you know we need to look at it as well from the other perspective. We were up against a very, very good team last night with, with key players missing. They didn't let us play last night. We and when we did try and play, we worked quite on it, you know. So if you like if you do lose the likes of Lucy Bronze and you do lose Kira Walsh and players like that, you are going to struggle more. That is true. But there was just a, a lack of, as you said earlier, a lack of penetration and ideas last night that is not. Is very atypical of City, I think. City are usually much more creative, much more in control of the game. Um, and the problem was we had the possession, but we just didn't do anything with it.
1: Yeah. Uh, one positive to come from obviously last night Caroline we're back in the squad
2: yeah uh, great player always quality always works hard always does good stuff very very underrated player not by us but I think in general I think she's an outstanding player outstanding attitude she tried hard last night she worked hard she had a couple of half chances um you know, and she's you know it's it's great that she's back because she does make a big difference to that side. Uh, she offers a huge amount to us as as a team, and I and I'm, you know so I'm glad she's back. I mean, I don't think any of the players let themselves down last night. I think it was a collective malaise that that, that was a, was sort of came upon them. You know, and these things happen. N- none of them had a, 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 an absolute stinker. Uh, it just seemed to be that they just they just feel. I suppose the word I used on Twitter was disjointed. They felt a bit disjointed, um, and Arsenal weren't. They were completely playing as a unit um, with some very, very good players on that side. You know, I mean, if you look at the first goal, it was a bit unlucky. You know, the keeper did. Keeper came out and 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 you know got the ball, and then it just bounced the wrong way, and then you pass it to the best striker in the world. She's going to knock it in, isn't she, from twenty-five yards on her left foot? You know. (laughs)
1: It was it was a good decision in essence. I mean, it takes a lot of confidence for a keeper to come out all that way. And you know, the signs that she did come out of the box. She looked confident, you know, she she executed things pretty well in, in my opinion. I've been really impressed with what I've seen of her this season so far. She's always come in, doing a job in obviously the absence of Ellie. And I, I think it's been a big ask. and the word for, for me, for Arsenal, was that they were ruthless. They wanted it more, and they're certainly of contenders. And they're, they're showing how much quality they've got throughout the squad. They've, they've got it in abundance, and it's not just about those front players. It's from from right from back to front. It's it's ridiculous.
2: Well, if you look at the bench, Jordan Nobbs was on the bench last night. Nikita Powers was on the bench. Turbin Heath just joined. You know, and, and um, you know she you know she got five six minutes at the end. You know, there's lots of, there's lots of players uh, that weren't even in the in the starting eleven that, w- that you would normally expect to play. So they've gone from being basically FedBare United to having a full 20-player squad, in the same way that Chelsea have got a 20-player squad. And, and in fairness, so have we when everyone's fit, but we're just struggling because we've got, you know, a, an injury list that's, you know, it's like a shopping list of injuries, you know, and it's it's a terrible situation to be in. But you've got to make the most of it. You know, you know, none of the players that came in are, are mugs. You know, most of them are full internationals. Most of them have been around a long time. That's why they're at a big club like City. Um, and I just think there was, there was, there was just something missing. So, you know, we've got we've got to kick on now. We've got to look to the future. We've got to say, look, we've got Wednesday night, big game for our season now, massive game. Uh, less still be fancying the chances. They'll so be looking at injury lists and thinking we're never going to have a better chance. Of getting through to the semi-final and potentially a final and I think and I, I'm confident that the players that we've got fit will step up as professionals and as motivated individuals and do a job for us. I think they'll be hurting today um, much more than we will be as fans. Their professional pride will be hurting and they're going to come steaming out on Wednesday I think and, and really go for it. So It'll be a fantastic game, but I think we just have to sort of look at it now. It's, it's not a season definer, but we do need to win that game and, and stay in the FA Cup. Because if we don't, some of the players that came to win the Champions League and are now not in the Champions League will be thinking we could end up with no silverware this season and they may well decide, well, we'll go somewhere else. And that that's not a good position for City to be in.
1: I really hope it doesn't come down to that. I am a little bit apprehensive heading into Wednesday just just because of limited times in terms of rest and recovery, you know, we worked hard against Arsenal. You know, we didn't look as much as we weren't as as together and sort of cohesive in terms of what we were putting out on the pitch. I think you know the effort was there again, um, but it just become it just played out as a frustrating frustration. And I think the five nil. The loss I can accept, the 5-0 I'm struggling to, to understand at the moment, just because I feel that they're, you know, looking at the starting eleven, the quality of players that are in that squad, it looks strong enough to be able to, to, to try and get something out of the game at least. And obviously, just the fact that we we let ourselves, we let our heads go and, and we just looked just a little bit lacklustre. And and I kind of feel like Wednesday is a really good opportunity, like you say, to to come back to get a bit of confidence and hopefully build a bit of momentum that I think you know we we desperately so desperately need now. You know to carry us into October. Each game that City come up against each opposition, you know, it, it's kind of it does feel like a must win, it, it, but not because of title chances. It's it's as if we've got to prove ourselves again.
2: Yeah, and I, 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 I just just it's worth remembering I was at the men's Southampton game and they were awful that day absolutely awful way worse than, than the women were last night against Arsenal and yet they went out and they, they absolutely turned over Chelsea looked like a different team so it can turn around quickly You can yeah. turn around very quickly uh, when you've got quality players so I take your point that this is a tricky tie because Leicester are no mugs with a decent side they came up you know, very, very easily out of that division. They're a good team, well organized, but we should be better than them. We sh- we should have more quality across the field. And I think we're going to come out on Wednesday, and I, th- I think we're going to see a really professional job from 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 the team. I think they 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 will be hurting. They'll be sat they'll be on the training ground the next couple of days working it out. They're good players, the world class players. Um, so I I am confident that they're going to. Not repeat the same mistakes, um, but it's not going to be an easy game because Leicester will be up for this, you know, they will be absolutely up for it. Um, but I think that there's a lot to be, you know, there's a lot to be positive about in terms of, uh, you know, Leicester and no Arsenal, for instance, that's one thing to bear in mind. We will be almost certainly play better than we did, um, last night, um. And I think the quality will just be enough to, to take us over. I mean, if we had a full squad, I would have, I'd have no worries about this game whatsoever. But um, given where we are, I think it's much trickier than, than we would like it to be at this stage of the season. We've been unlucky with the fixture list as well. You know, I've had to play some of the top teams early on, you know, right after the Olympics. When, you know, if we were playing some of the, 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 the teams that you might expect us to be. Uh, earlier in the season, we might have got, might have turned this corner. this is a bad time to be playing Arsenal, but you can't keep making excuses. You know, you know, virtually everybody on that field last night is a full international. You know, the good players, it just didn't, it just didn't come off last night for whatever reason. It just, just didn't happen.
1: How, how have you felt with like Gareth's post-match sort of comments? Are you happy with how he's sort of? assess the game or do you feel that he should maybe take a little bit of accountability?
2: I think it's tricky for managers. I think it's always tricky for managers, you know, everything they say is scrutinised. He's got to try and motivate that team now to to come back from a a heavy defeat. If he piles into them uh, publicly, that's not helpful. I think he was reasonably honest about, you know, the fact that we weren't really, you know, at the races um, and I think his assessment, you know, of the first 20 minutes was, was accurate. But he, he needs to go away with his team and say, well, what went wrong there? Why did we have 65% possession, which is a big number, and yet we only had three shots on target um, and we didn't score a goal? Uh, with, you know, the, one of the best strikers in the world for, in our team, Alan White, really was, 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 was feeding on scraps last night. Um, so there's a lot of work to be done. But I think Gareth's got to try and be positive in the sense he doesn't want the team to get more despondent. Um, and I think expecting total honesty from managers is a Fool's errand because it never happens. You know, they'll always defend the team. Um, and I think he's got I think he probably feels that the effort was there, but the actual execution perhaps wasn't what we've expected. And it is it is an issue, it is always going to be an issue for us as City fans and, and for fans at Chelsea and Arsenal and, and some of the teams that have enjoyed a lot of success. When we don't play well, we notice it more. It hurts more because we're used to success. We're used to quality football. We're used to winning quite easily. Or um, And now we've got to accept two things. One, we're in a very, very difficult position with the injuries. And two, the standard of the league has come on over the last three or four seasons dramatically. There were no easy games in the WSL anymore. The, 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 the times, times we could go and tank someone 6-0 are long gone. You know, when Liverpool were terrible, you know, before they went down, and you, you expect to bat them. That doesn't happen anymore. You know, it's a much tighter league. We got beat by Tottenham two three seasons ago. You, you'd have been delusional making that, thinking that was going to be a result. And yet now it's tight. You know, we don't we don't hammer teams very often. We we do beat them 3-4-0 sometimes, but the standard of standard in the league is so much higher. So that requires us to our standards to increase. And we need we need to use the rest of this season to in, embed the new players, get them up to speed, get people back from injury. And let's see where we're at the end of the season. It is a short season. But it's not; it's not the end of the world, and we we must be challenging for cha- a Champions League spot at the end of the season. If we do that, then it's not a completely disastrous season.
1: Yeah. So for you, at the moment, obviously with the results, I mean Gareth has obviously spoke about how you know these results won't define you know our title chances there are a lot of teams in the league there are a lot of games to play um and you know you've seen already how you know fixtures can go against you ties can go against you and so can the points um I don't really want to talk about City's title chances you know I, I kind of feel at the moment that it is a matter of obviously just a coming a squad that's coming together And once it clicks and once it starts coming together, then that's us, you know, we'll hopefully just carry that momentum for the rest of the season. A bit like last season, I feel. um, I kind of feel as though if we'd have got those injured players available to us, it would have been a bit of a different story. But it is what it is. And we've got to obviously manage the expectations at the moment. And I think a, a lot of fans you know, on social media have, have showed their disgruntlement towards Gareth. But I feel at this point as well, the team really needs us to back them, um, especially heading into Wednesday.
2: I think we've got to get behind the team. You know, now's the time for us as fans to stand up as well and be counted. So I like saying that the team needs to stand up and be counted and that that needs to happen. But we need to stand up and be counted. We've, we've enjoyed huge amounts of success, tr- won loads of trophies, under you know, since since we've gone professional, we can't always rely on that happening. We've got to get behind the team one hundred percent. They are not bad players; they are good players who are struggling to to get integrate themselves into a, into a team which has got a, an injury list longer than I think I've ever seen in, in in the women's game. So, on Wednesday, let's use that as an opportunity as fans to get behind our team to get behind. Good players, and to get behind the manager because he'll be hurting. You know, he's a good coach, Gareth Taylor. He wouldn't have been appointed in the first place. He has brought a, a, a good style of football. You know, to to the team. I think that we play attractive football when we're fully fit. I think he's he's struggling, and it's 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 too early to be calling for his head. It's too early for all of that nonsense. You know, we need to give him the full season. Let's see where we're at, at the end of the season. And for us as fans, let's just suck it up like the players have, put it behind us and go forward on Wednesday, banging the drums, singing the songs, getting behind the team. And that's what we should be doing. And if we lose, we lose. But we will know that we've done the right thing. The players will know they've done the right thing. And more importantly, we'll have have the, the right sort of pride in our club, which we need to have because we are a great club. We are a great team. We're struggling at the moment, and it's up to us now as fans to show what we're made of.
1: Totally, 100% agree with that. And do you know what? I am really looking forward to getting back into the stadium on Wednesday? You know, under the lights, we've not done that this season so far. So you know, it's it's going to be, you know, a really good night hopefully. And you know, essentially, there's a semi final ahead of us for the FA Cup and a trophy that we want to retain. Um, and how important is that for the club?
2: It's really important. I mean, there's a different atmosphere at a night game. There's a different atmosphere. It's a, it's a strange, weird alchemy of, of atmosphere and darkness and, it, and the lights are on. It's, it's a fantastic atmosphere. It's an FA Cup quarterfinal. It's not the first round or the second round. It's a quarterfinal. We're two games away, three games away, or so two games away from Wembley. And we need to get behind the team because there's nothing more special in, in the game than being able to go to Wembley Stadium. And watch your team win the FA Cup. We've we've done that on a, on a number of occasions now, and it's a fantastic day out. So we need to get behind the team so we can give them the confidence that they we that they know that they know we're behind them, and that, that we can get through to the semi final. It's all play for then. We win a semi final. We're all on going on coaches going down to Wembley and having that fantastic day out. And let's face it, after the couple of years you've had over, you know, with with the, with the pandemic. I think we really deserve a top quality day out at the National Stadium. Um, and I think we're going to, I think we've got a really good chance of winning on Wednesday because I, I think that team will be coming out all guns blazing to prove a point. Yeah. Uh, and I think they will do.
1: I was just going to ask you, do you feel like they've got a point to prove? Because it it almost feels as though it's building up to that. You know, obviously, Janine come out, you know, and I, I know a lot of, Fans do like to see players come out, apologise and take a bit of accountability. But equally, I, I, I just want to show it on the pitch. You know what I mean? We've had three disappointing games that, like you said, we just need to put behind us now. You know, it it, it has been disappointing. It has been difficult. We, we've had a lot of mitigating factors that Gareth have had, has obviously had to deal with as a, as a manager, as coach. But now is a really, really good opportunity. I mean, like you said, to to get to a semi-final in a prestigious competition as such as the FA Cup, to potentially go on and retain that trophy for a third time, third season running, uh, would just be incredible. And it's a feat that obviously we won't be able to repeat again, given the circumstances surrounding COVID and one thing and another. And I, I kind of feel like, you know, Last season fans obviously missed out on that day trip to Wembley. So we've got a lot of making up to do.
2: I think so. And you know, and for those players that have come in, you know, the Vicky Lasadas, the, the Alana, Alana, and all those, you know, and, and Bunny and all the others, you know, it's, huge, it's hugely disappointing to not be in the Champions League. But they've got an opportunity now to get to the final of the world's greatest cup competition and to play at the National Stadium in the biggest cup game of the season domestically. That is a big prize for any player. So if they're not coming out fired up for that, then I would be very, very surprised. They will look at uh, last night's result and they will look at that 5-0 and they will not want to repeat that at any point over the coming season. You know, we've got Chelsea on the horizon as well. So they will be coming out all guns blazing with a big prize uh, on, on offer, which is a, you know a trip to a semi-final and then a potentially a final of the FA Cup, I think that's a massive prize for any any professional footballer. And players talk, you know, they, those players that have played in FA Cup finals will say, "There's nothing quite like it. There's nothing like that atmosphere." I mean, last time we had a, we went to Wembley where we could go, there was nearly fifty thousand people on. I think there could quite easily be 60, 60, 65,000 people on for the next one because you know the way the game's growing and expanding, you know, and, and you know school teams coming to, to the game, massive opportunity to play on a big stage on national television in front of a big crowd. Um, so I think I think that they will they will look at that and think, one, we want to make sure that we put the game against Arsenal behind us and put that to bed. And two, we want to make sure that we put a show on for the fans and a show on for ourselves. Because I think the one thing that is true about City is that they are a close-knit group of players. But if you look at the huddle last night, you know, before the game, some of those players in there barely know each other. They barely had time to have a coffee together. And it takes time to build that unity. It will happen because they recruit City recruit not just for talent but for personalities as well. And people like Bunny, who's had you know a tough life, are, are coming at this hungry. So I think we, we, we're in a good place uh to have a really good uh game on on uh Wednesday because I think Leicester will will give it a really good go. They're a good side, decent side. But I would I would bet on us to say, you know, hopefully we won't be having this conversation again. Uh, and they'll be, they'll be there, you know, uh, looking at a semi-final and then it's all whole to play for, isn't
1: it? And then again, that just helps carry that momentum, that confidence into obviously the next home game, which will be against West Ham. So it is really important that we can hopefully get out and get a result against Leicester. In terms of prediction, what are you thinking?
2: I, I, I'm going to say 2-1. I'm going to say 2-1 possibly 3-1. Um, I think people you know he hopefully he'll change the formation a bit hopefully he'll play with, with it a bit you'd fancy Ellen White to, to, to score a goal against that 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 sort of opposition um I think I think it would be two or three one um and possibly two 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 nil but I, I fancy it's just just to win but win more comfortably than it looks I think um you know we 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 we've got a good chance of beating them they're they're a good side but you know they are still a newly promoted side and are still finding the feet at this level. Um and you would hope that some of the the guile and the experience in our team will just just be a little bit too much. So particularly in the last 20-25 minutes when being a you know a, a, having played you know as a professional outfit for a long time of full-time training and all all that comes with that that does give you a little bit of momentum late in the game. Um and I you know and I think we we you know we will expect um I'm really up for it. Professional performance and I think that's what we'll get.
1: Paul, thank you for joining me. It's always great to catch up with you. Hopefully, we'll talk in better circumstances and <laughs> be talking about a win soon. Well,
2: yeah, let's let's let, you know let's let's not hit the panic button just yet. I think I think it's not been a great start to the season, but you know, and don't forget though, the ten players that are injured will come back. You know They're not season-long injuries, most of them. So uh, those players will start to arrive back in the side sooner than we anticipate. The biggest problem with the WSL is a short season. It's only 22 games. You can't afford to lose that many games, any team. So that's why you need to get your players back as quickly as you can. But you've got to get them back when they're fit. Otherwise, they're going to go straight back out the side again. So... Um, I think there's a lot to play for this season. There's a lot to be positive about. Um, and, you know, it's not, it's not been ideal. But, you know, anyone that's followed uh, the men's and the women's team over the last 30 or 40 years will know that there's a perspective here. You know, 20 years ago, the women's team were turning up in a minibus, putting the posts up themselves putting the nets up themselves, taking subs to buy shirts. And 20 years later, we've got a professional football side in a purpose-built academy playing great football. If you put it in that sort of perspective and you look back to those pioneers and their great achievements, then we should you know, just keep it in that sort of just a nice better perspective. Football is like this. That's why we love it. And that's why we'll continue to watch it, good and bad. Because to be honest with you, it's it's far there's far more good times being a city fan these days than there is bad times. It's
1: a beautiful
2: game, Paul. A beautiful game. It's a beautiful. Up, <laughs> crazy game, utterly unpredictable. And that's why we love it. And that's why we'll always keep coming back for more.
1: Definitely. Great, Paul. Well, I'll speak to you soon and I'll hopefully see you at the game. Didn't yep. see you.
2: <laughs> no, I'll hopefully see you there. We we were in the bit that was um, netted off, so we, we had to move. So it was a bit bit weird.
1: Yeah. Well. Well. Hopefully, it's it's all back to normal again now, isn't it? So, um, yeah. Hopefully, everyone will be together again. So, yeah, get a good atmosphere going, and uh, hopefully, enjoy the game.
2: See you Wednesday. I'll see you
1: later. Bye. you're listening to mcw fancast and that's it for this episode of mcw fancast thanks to paul for joining me also thanks to charlotte on editing duties we will be back on friday ahead of our upcoming game against west ham united on sunday at the academy stadium in the wsl where hopefully city will return to winning ways and if you're unable to attend tomorrow's game at the academy stadium against leicester in the fa cup don't worry the game will be available to watch live on the fa player and if you will be at the game on wednesday make sure you bring those positive vibes because we might need them and we'll be back on friday